Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Content and Conversation. Today I'm joined by Ross Hudgens to talk about a common theory in content marketing is 50% of your time should be spent on distribution, outreach, link building, things like that. Uh, we have a counter argument to that. and But Ross, first, I'd love to see, see what your thoughts are. What Can you define what this 50% distribution theory is? Yeah, I mean, you sort of said it, but uh, kind of like add color to the why. I think very often people will say to themselves, why create this content if you're not going to promote it? So in some ways to be able to get the full leverage out of it, you often need to spend the same amount of time, if not more time, promoting it than actually creating it. So our kind of thesis that this is incorrect for most situations, we should say, is that uh, very often, if you do SEO correctly and you time it correctly, that is the built-in distribution. So we're not saying don't get your content seen. It's that you can scalably get it seen through ranking if you hit all the fundamentals and strategy correctly. And if that's the case, you can kind of focus more on the creation. And because of that, like, get more fruit out of that than as having to like manually promote each piece of content you create. So spend more time on quality and optimizing for search. And I know internally we like to think of these, like the search targets, the keywords you're targeting are high link intent. We say like the, the search intent is to build a link kind of organically and passively. So is that, kind of what you're saying about why we think the 50% of distribution theory is like wrong, hundred percent wrong. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. A part, I, a part of it, by the time you, this publishes our, our post describing why we're not doing as much manual link building will come out. So check that out as well for more detail, but that's a big piece for sure. I mean, it's more that this is not needed. It's not necessarily, I guess it is technically wrong that you can do more efficient things, but to get to that situation where you can effectively spend close to 10% or 5% of the time on it, you should build low uh, difficulty content first. That will allow you to rank without needing to let anyone know about it through manual outreach. Make sure your internal linking is dialed in. Make sure you have a great blog design and a blog post design. Make sure your content quality is really well done. Make sure the SEO some fundamentals are dialed in on all of those things. And you have product market fit already. And that will often kind of like give you that threshold where content, if all those check marks are checked, you won't need to reach out to other people because the the engine will be building on that, uh, which very, sort of, I mean, some ways kind of sets up scenarios when maybe 50-50 could make sense, make a little more sense. But uh, just when people are thinking about distribution time, Drew, like what do you think? is the appropriate time if we believe this 50-50 rule is just not accurate? Yeah, that's a great question. You mentioned engine, and I like to think of it as, you know, once we have a piece that's ranking that has link intent, it is a passive link building engine. But sometimes you need to kickstart that engine. And therefore, if there is a piece of content that isn't ranking as well, you might need to deploy strategic link building in order to get that piece to rank and therefore drive those that engine forward. But 
in general, like we would recommend less than 10%, I would say, for to your point, people who have established product market fit. If it's uh, a startup, a new site, low domain rating, harder to rank for some of those keywords, it's probably closer to 80-20 Pareto's principle. What do you think about that? Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a fair, fair assumption. I mean, realize we have to publish social media content, and that's probably some of the differentiation is you you want to post on social and own channels where the leverage can be very high. Like you can it's it's thinking about that as uh as we're thinking about um time against reach. That's really the equation you want to constantly ask in yourself. And if you have an email channel that has a hundred thousand people on it, obviously you want to distribute to that channel because one hour or probably four hours to make a nice looking email very often is of course worth it for a hundred thousand people. But if you're reaching out one-to-one and that person is a, not an authority, they're just giving you a link. Obviously that leverage shifts appropriately. So if you think through search, you can reach thousands of people just we're nailing that down. That's kind of how that helps. Right. And sort of those things can kind of connect and be the appropriate leverage point. Maybe that's just the question to ask yourself is like, what is the leverage of this distribution? And if it's not high, then you're probably not doing the math correctly in terms of where you should spend your time. Yeah, I I like to think of this as like Archimedes lever, where if you're spending 50% of your time on distribution to your point one-to-one outreach and not really amplifying it to thousands through search or in other social media perhaps, you're kind of the imbalances in that outreach time. So you've only spent 50% of your budget on the content creation and therefore the qualities going to be a little bit less. But if you can, you know, move the fulcrum point closer to to content quality and put more time in quality and fundamentals like uh, SEO and all of that, then it's going to be, you know, a catapult for that piece of content to just explode with links and performance. For, for the people who don't know what that term was, and I transparently did not know what that term is, can you kind of define it? Yeah, it's a Archimedes lover is a, a term in physics, I believe, that you know, so a, an old philosopher uh, found this mathematical equation. Basically, if you put a fulcrum at any uh, a point close enough, you can put enough force to move any item. So, like the the classic images of the Earth being moved by this Archimedes lever. Not sure if this could be a just out in left field thought that's how i think about this no it's good we'll put that image in the show notes but google archimedes lever for sure uh to get an understanding for that i I think that's a very good way of thinking about it in some ways it was sort of part some of our past thinking of i think you can kind of like execute and get results sort of through this 50 50 execution and that's often misleading i think is that you feel something you feel movement and you're in intuition is to keep doing that thing that has some kind of positive progress, but that doesn't mean it's optimal as compared to putting that hundred percent focus on the content. When you have that SEO lever, which can take care of itself, unlike a world where we don't have search. Mm-hmm. So it's like a kind of un unclear scenario. Um, right. Almost in comparison. And 
we're not saying distribution is dead. So what would you say is like, what are some opportunities or pieces of content where people should be at least sending or spending 10% of their time promoting and sending emails? Like I'm thinking of a roundup where we feature people and we want to, you know, we call it mentioned outreach. Is that an accurate thing to say? Yeah. Or ego bait. Ego bait's another way. It's a little less, uh, could be sound a little negative <laughs> in that you call it ego bait, but it's technically what it is. But that is high leverage, especially if it's an authority of letting them know they were mentioned and reach out to them quickly. That's good. Own channels are an obvious one that hopefully you can, that will also help a flywheel develop. Even if you don't have an audience immediately, you can share on social. Hopefully it's high quality sharing more people follow you on social. That's a, that's a worthwhile thing. Like, is this distribution helping you build a flywheel in some fashion that could be worthwhile? Uh, high impact re, uh, mentions. So I think very often SEOs would do this very and scaled outreach approach to low quality prospects simply for a link. That in this model, I think doesn't make as much sense. But if you're doing like announcement of your series C, and or you have just acquired another company, probably a pretty good chance that you should do some press outreach on that because the leverage could be high. People want to cover that. You'll probably get some natural fallout where other people will cover it. You could actually get sales. That's the kind of promotion that will never go out of style. It's just differentiating that between kind of that and shitty survey outreach done eight times a month. It's, it's just a different ballgame. Right. I actually had a meeting with someone and I lit- I was like, did you raise a round recently? Because I see this massive spike in referring domains. So to your point, definitely break the news of a, of a financing round because a lot of people, news sites like to cover that. So, but that's a good segue into like, what's the difference between promoting a piece of content and promoting a business? So one thing we've been hearing a lot is the surround sound strategy. Is that something worth promoting against or what do you think about that? Yeah, the surround sounds uh, strategy, I think Scott Tuesley and HubSpot originated this concept that like if you're trying to rank for best content marketing agency, you'd like to show up on every single result for that. If you're a content marketing agency, why not? Don't settle for just one result. Try to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think in some ways that's promoting a business as compared to a piece of content and that could be high leverage again. Like you're ranking on a piece of content that's already ranking. That outreach is just such high leverage compared to just going for a link externally. So one of your things you said earlier, Drew, is those newer sites. I think that's that difference is that we're not saying don't promote a business. It's kind of, at least in our line of work, I think very often you should, early in your, in your infancy, you should be promoting your business figuring out that product market fit, that kind of scenario I think is promoting that business. You're building some initial threshold. Maybe you're doing paid social, maybe you're doing PPC. That's technically promoting the business. And then content itself, I think once you hit a threshold in a lot of verticals anyways, you don't need to do that and you shift to content being promoted through search most of the time because it feels the most like the most economical use of, of the time you spend every uh, on your on your company. Not to sound like a broken record because we talk about this all the time, but I think the key tenant, if the key tenant of this strategy is for you to rank for that keyword, you should be doing a KOB analysis to identify 
the topics that you can feasibly rank for the fastest. Would you agree with that, Ross? Yes, for sure. So I, I skipped that on my other one. So that's a good call out. Uh, so starting low difficulty, keyword difficulty, that's why we do that analysis. It's not just let's find a low difficulty keyword, but you can truly be thorough if you do hundreds or 200 plus topics in your industry, then sort again, sort that against the opportunities. You're not just doing difficulty. You're also hopefully making some money off the effort. And then you ladder up. Content marketing can generate links, will generate links for you over time. So that will be that kind of flywheel effect uh, distribution for you as well. And that's the beauty of search is that very often you don't need to go as manual with your day-to-day efforts. Right. One thing just popped to my mind because uh, you mentioned PPC. Have you ever seen people like I, I've seen, I've Googled a high link intent um, keyword and seen people advertising on it. Do you think that is a, a valid strategy for link building? And maybe you, instead of paying people to do manual outreach, you just run a few ads to test that whether or not that works. Yeah, I, I think it can be. We have done these tests sometimes hits, sometimes misses. I think the problem is that they're so low sample size. So if you oh, if you only want to run it for one month and these search terms have 100 searches a month, right? statistically, you might not succeed. But if you just run it, I think if we, we truly are confident in their passive intent from that term, I think it could for sure be a good strategy. And uh, maybe that's the next thing to add to our, to our framework too. Right. I was just thinking, like, do you, if you build, if a link is built via a PPC ad and you kind of run that for three months, you build a ton of links and then it ranks organically, that those links are still like valid. It's, it's going to maintain that ranking. It's not just going to fall off, right? Yeah, no, no difference. It's still the authority generated. I guess the, the only counter and potential lack of efficiency, some people don't click ads. Thankfully, they keep us SEO people in business. <laughs> right. So it's probably a little less efficient than ranking organically, but those links have the exact same value for sure. Now, there's even argument that, and there's data studies that support if you have an ad up here, and then maybe you're ranking 10, that'll that'll have higher click-through rate, net click-through rate, because you're showing up twice, and it's kind of like brand surround sound almost. Boom. And uh, that, that'll hopefully get you up higher faster. So to summarize, Ross, uh, we believe that you should spend between zero and 10% of your budget on distribution of content and, and spend the bulk majority on content quality, optimizing for search-driven link building. Uh, so you know there are some cases where you would still need to do some distribution, i.e. if the piece does not rank organically maybe the keyword difficulty score is high and your domain rating is low so uh but using that quality over just pure one-to-one outreach i think that's kind of where our mind's at in content at the moment anything else you'd like to add to summarize no that's a good take i think trying trying to search for that archimedes lever i think is a good good theme of, of this conversation and keep fighting for it you might not ever uh catapult the earth into the to, to the atmosphere <laughs> but i think a comparable analogy is that you, you shoot for the moon and maybe you'll land in the stars so i think soon. that could be the outcome if you go 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 that way love it ross <laughs> that, i don't know i like that analogy as much when we we know the state of the crypto markets right now and that, that we now know there's a black hole at the center of our universe we're kind of scared to get catapulted <laughs> out there 
Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Content and Conversation. Please go to your podcast platform of choice, uh, whatever you're listening on. Give us a like, subscribe, review if possible, and check out the show notes for resources that we talked about today. Thank you.